Welcome to the Inner Glow Podcast. This is the place to be if you are ready to rise into your greatness, be unapologetic about your desires, share your gifts with the world and manifest your dreams in life, love and business. My name is Stefanka. I am a clinical hypnotherapist, author, healer and a mentor for women who are ready to up-level in all areas of their lives. Here, we talk all things abundance mindset, energy mastery, manifestation, relationships, business success, and more. Each episode holds powerful tools, energy codes, concepts, techniques, and thoughts that will help you take your life and business to the next level. Are you ready to embody a brand new version of you? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful women, and welcome back to the Inner Glow podcast. Ignore the background noise. I'm just lighting up some Palo Santo in my office, just getting all settled for this incredible podcast episode that I've got in store for you today. And it's an incredibly warm day for October. And that's why I also got the windows open. So if you hear the seagulls or loads of outside noises, don't worry. It's just my window being open. I apologize, but it is quite warm, actually. I think I am quite ready for colder weather and for rainy weekends and <laughs> and loads of hot drinks. If you've been here for a while, you know this totally is my vibe. I enjoy every single season and I always embrace them fully. So I just lit up Palo Santo. I've got chai here. I'm drinking chai and I am so ready to dive into this really potent topic. And as I have been preparing my notes here, I really thought about turning this into a blog post. So if you are someone who likes to listen to things, but perhaps you also like to read it and see things on on the screen in front of you, uh, go and check out my blog. It's possible that it will already be there because I might post both the episode and the blog post at the same time because I really know that this is such a crucial topic that changed so much in my life and in my business like rapidly. I'm talking rapid change here and it definitely is something I've been working with for a few years. So it's not an overnight quick fix but it truly is something that can transform your life in so many different ways. And the well, the, let's let's dive right into it. So the main topic is the Lilla Girl energy, that Lilla Girl archetype, or also known as the Good Girl archetype. And honestly, if I was to go really into the specifics of the Lilla Girl energy and the Good Girl archetype, there of course would be slight differences, but there is so much overlap between these two archetypes. Some people see them as one, others would perhaps 
separate them really it doesn't matter it's not as much about the concept as um, about the overall message and in this episode I really want to focus on how this kind of an energy is impacting your personal growth your career growth your overall life journey and it's a subtle yet really powerful blockage that has perhaps been holding you back for many years in many different ways and I know that on a personal level the little girl energy has been huge on my journey and I feel like in you know the, the more I started noticing it in myself was when I was um, running my business already and I'm like okay well where am I holding back and I want to grow more and I want to have more opportunities how do I navigate those ups and downs and the challenges that naturally come with running a business and yeah that's when I'm like oh my gosh in all these areas I am truly stuck in the little girl energy and she is so sneaky and she in certain forms is also celebrated by the mainstream media so but there is more and more women who have been disrupting that good girl energy that good girl vibe so yeah she is also a huge abundance block so we will talk opportunities abundance manifestation goals both in your life in your career if you run a business then in your business it's big so let's dive straight into it and by the way I know I mentioned myself and my own journey, but I'm also drawing from my experience supporting clients in my private practice. And I have observed that this is not just my blog. This is a universal thing. So many women are really struggling with this. So it's really important for us to unpack it today and explore it further. The impact of the little girl energy extends beyond just our careers and businesses. She can really throw a tantrum in your relationships. It is how you navigate discussions, arguments, how you communicate. It truly shapes our personal and professional journeys. In our modern society, we often overlook the pivotal transition from childhood to adulthood. This moment represents a profound shift in one's identity, a transformation that hardly ever receives the recognition it deserves, let alone celebration. And on top of it, our education system tends to neglect the teachings of things such as emotional intelligence or development of healthy communication skills and the ability to regulate our nervous systems. Instead, you know, we prioritize a study of numerous subjects that while to a certain degree valuable, they are not as fundamentally crucial as, for example, emotional intelligence. And times are changing. I know that and I see it. And before I became self-employed and started my own business, I worked at a college and I saw the signs. 
I was so happy for the students that there were opportunities of things such as a meditation class and breath work. And of course, and even when I went to school, we had things like a school counselor, counselor or a, a psychologist. I used to go to one at my grammar school and it was fundamental for me. It really did shape my journey afterwards. And I really appreciate that there is things like this available and times are changing and improving. But, you know, for many of us, not all of those things were available and it's still not a mainstream thing. And even when I was taking psychology classes, I remember being told like, oh, emotional intelligence is a skill for managers and leaders in corporate, corporate companies. And I remember feeling so disappointed because I'm like, I don't want to be, you know, a manager in a corporate company. I don't want to be a leader there. How come it's not available to me? And I'm just, yeah, I, I remember how disappointing it was. So the truth is the absence of emotional intelligence can really impact whether we act as a grown up with a childlike emotional reaction or whether we truly have the maturity to to take things on the chain and and accept our responsibility for things in life as well. So the absence of emotional intelligence impacts um, our lives, raging, range of raging. Well, yeah, we definitely do rage. <laughs> I meant to say ranging. Well, that was funny, but I think that was perhaps part of the part of the lesson because rage as an emotion is very often shamed and yeah it's also a sacred emotion so yeah sometimes we rage <laughs> and i actually want to mention things such as a road rage or even severe crimes when individuals literally lose it and when we say someone lost it we mean like they lost control of their emotions their emotions just take over but it then goes into things such as when we have a major argument with our other half over the pettiest of things or when we make a comment made by our co colleague mean something that it's not right all of this is emotional intelligence it's how you also respond to things such as criticism feedback people not agreeing with you and so on in essence the absence of a formal transition or that celebration or that acknowledgement from childhood to adulthood and the neglect of emotional education literally leads to adults or us people living in grown-up bodies yet with an emotional intelligence of a child and as a result we give our power away in so many different situations we make emotional decisions we react instead of respond we people please and this is what i call the good girl or the little girl archetype and of course it doesn't apply only to women so um let me just quickly look at my notes because I actually already mentioned <laughs> the things I had on my uh, notepad for now, but 
in order for you to truly reclaim your power and create even more magic in your life and open yourself up to receiving abundance and creativity you've got to you've got to scan your life for any lingering good girl energies like has she infiltrated your life in different ways well let's talk through it and let's see what truly resonates with you so i have already mentioned the lack of um emotional education i have already mentioned the lack of those important celebrations and that acknowledgement that initiations when we are transitioning from a child into an adult but now I also want to speak about how sometimes the little girl and especially the good girl like gets encouraged so how many of those sound familiar be a good girl say yes do as you are told listen to others be quiet wait your turn don't talk back make your parents proud by doing this just sit here and be quiet or smile and look happy don't make your father angry don't disagree with others just just nod your head and you know similar messages do any of them sound familiar do any of them resonate or the overall energy of them does it resonate with you this is definitely not about blaming our parents our caregivers it is not and and not all of those examples are just bad i want to make it really clear because i know i've got parents listening here if you have said those things yourself this is not a black and white statement that they are all bad it's just for me to give you an idea of how often you know we um or how many times we have probably accepted that good girl, little girl energy, don't take up space, be quiet, you can't just share what you think, you've got to bite your tongue and so on. And very often it doesn't, you know, come down only to our parents or caregivers, but our overall society, the education systems and so on. And the good girl archetype is universal. It can be found in many of us. And of course, the journeys and the way the, our inner good girl shows up is unique. But we have got certain things in common. So from an early age, the expectations, not just for women, but especially for women, were clear. You were to follow the rules, be quiet, think of others before yourself, be mothering, be overgiving. And the message was often all about you have to do things, you have to do and achieve something, and then you deserve to be praised and receive love. And it is a way for us to subconsciously, you know, protect ourselves also from getting punished and hurt by others. And overall, the good girl behavior simply resulted in generations of men and women feeling exhausted, burnt out, trapped in cycles of people-pleasing and being disconnected. So let's have a look at how the good girl, the little girl energy, could be showing up in your relationships. Because relationships 
are a huge part of our life. I'm not talking about just romantic relationships. I'm talking about all sorts of relationships from friendships, family relationships to um, business relationships and so on. So over apologizing, constantly saying sorry for anything and everything, even when it's not necessary. Diminishing yourself, making yourself small, not taking up space. Fear of having different opinions, being afraid to express different opinions or viewpoints from others. Fear of getting judged, fear of being disliked, criticized and, you know, not getting approval from other people. That's a huge one. And it is truly linked to our inner sense of safety, like, oh, is it safe for me to stand out? Is it safe for me to have different opinions than others? Like, what if I get hurt because of that? And so on. People-pleasing, shape-shifting to please others, often at an expense of yourself, at your own authenticity. And in my early days as a hypnotherapist and coach for women, I knew that authenticity was a big topic of sessions with my clients and it's still now just in a different way. But um, when I, for example, started working with someone, it was so common that my clients did not actually know what they wanted. And I'm like, well, if you could have anything you wanted, if nothing was a challenge like what would you choose what would you ask for and how can you bring more authenticity in your life and sometimes it really was a difficult thing for clients because they didn't know they didn't know what what, what authenticity meant to them so i remember just asking women to start reclaiming it with little steps like what do you want to wear today and base it on what you know you really like what do you want to eat instead of just sticking to a rule maybe you adopted or a habit like what would you really fancy and little things like this about learning what it is that you actually want and it's it's an interesting one it's obviously a very life-changing journey as well toxic humility oh my goodness my hand is up in the air right now because that has been a big one. Taking humility to an unhealthy extreme. Inability to set boundaries. Struggling to define personal brown, uh, brownies. Boundaries. Uh, not being able to say no to people. Not being able to protect yourself from needing to reply to everyone right away. And, oh my goodness, I know that my own clients or... Um, past clients, when they message me, they know there are boundaries and they love it. They, they, they've shared with me like Stepanka that just because you don't reply at night, you really reply at your own time and so on. Like, I, I love it. It just gives me a really positive example that I don't have to be on all the time and I don't have to be available to people 24 seven. The inner good girl often goes to great lengths to avoid conflicts, 
even when it's necessary for healthy relationships, right? Sometimes we've got to address things. We've got to have those sweaty palm conversations. And this sort of avoidance can lead to resentment over time. She's constantly overextending herself, trying to maintain this false harmony. And that is freaking exhausting. That's draining. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted by my relationships. I'm exhausted by my clients when someone tells me that I know there is a boundary issue right there and then. Those things, of course, not all the time, but generally speaking, they should be energizing. They should light you up. It should make you happy. It should be fulfilling. It should feel like, uh, what's that famous book? I never actually read it. Uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul, <laughs> right? That's what it should feel like. Um, the little girl is comparing herself. She's constantly engaging in unproductive comparison with others. And she feels like she needs to pr prove herself. But it's also this like, oh, how come she's got it? I haven't got it. That's not fair. Right? And even just me saying it, that sounds like a little girl, like a little girl, like, mom, I want the same thing as she's got. I want the same Barbie. So these little things... You can actually realize, oh my gosh, that's my little inner girl just trying to fight with someone at a playground. And this is the adult playground, right? So I've got to respond differently. And overall, the difficulty to manage emotions. And maybe she wants to run away from arguments because she's finding it really hard to hold those uncomfortable conversations, which again is really harmful for your relationships to walk away from an important conversation without communicating your intentions. It could make the other person really worry. It really puts that relationship. Sorry, I'm just adjusting my seat. I got a little uncomfortable. So sorry for all these noises I'm making here. Okay, I'm settled now. So yeah, that's the good girl in relationships. She also shows up in your business and in your career. She is a huge abundance and prosperity block. And this is a big topic because I really do discuss this a lot with my clients. The good girl syndrome is impacting you big time. It's when you don't want to share your voice. You don't want to take up space. You put up with things quietly. You fear sharing your opinion out loud. And therefore you get stuck in what I would call vanilla land, whether it's on social media with your posts, whether it is at a meeting when you've got this idea, but it's slightly different. You really want to share it in front of the team, but you stay quiet because, oh, what if they will think it's silly? What if they will laugh? And again, where does this come from? That does hardly ever come from a, business environment that comes from school, that comes from the playground, that might come from your family. Like, what if they will laugh at my idea, think it's silly, so I'm just going to be quiet and someone else comes up with a different idea or a similar one and you're like, oh my god, why did I not say it? Does it sound familiar? I bet it does. Or he was like, you had this idea like, oh my gosh, let's, let's share this bold opinion of mine on social media. Oh no, what would other say and then you see it somewhere else and you're like oh my god why did i not say it so overall she 
my not take risks because she fears well what if i fail and i embarrass myself again what will other people think of me will i be able to handle it i haven't got that emotional capacity to hold that disappointment i haven't got the capacity to hold all those fears and insecurities and so on so i may as well just not do it and i'll just play it safe i stay in my comfort zone and she is also settling for less so you might not even ever share your ambitions your goals out loud in front of others because you're like who am i to ask for this and the scariest thing is you might not even acknowledge those with yourself because you just think you're not good enough or like you think you should settle for less and that leads to avoiding opportunities you are filtering your voice you might be overcommitting, saying yes to too many tasks and projects that that's again boundaries really this leads to overwhelm exhaustion you might be sacrificing personal time let's say you're working for someone else and you do overtimes that you don't get paid for but you still do it and then you are resenting your boss and in a way that's your personal boundary issue rather than your boss's issue and addressing all of these challenges is huge it will hugely improve your life but i can't end this episode without acknowledging and talking about how that good girl energy shows up in the most relationships you have that relationship with yourself and this looks like disregarding your own needs you might feel helpless like a damsel in distress victimized by your circumstances you might be forgetting that you are a co-creator of your life instead of taking full responsibility for things you might blame it on your circumstances you might be stuck in that old disempowering story you might complain about life a lot you fail to take proactive steps to make a positive change and really picture a small child saying like it's not my fault right primarily driven by the fear of getting punished however as adults we must acknowledge that we have grown beyond that stage we don't have to fear getting punished by a parent a caregiver a teacher we can truly own our choices and yes some of them will turn out to be mistakes but it's part of our learning journey I do find that this is a little more visible with clients who were not given the space to make mistakes during their upbringing and now they really harbor a deep fear of making them and as children we were sometimes victims of certain things and we avoided getting yelled at and disappointing our parents 
Um, but there were also moments when we did it because we really feared, you know, some sort of a punishment. And we would say like, oh my God, it's not my fault. It was my teacher's fault. My classmate did it, not me, when it wasn't fully true. So we were protecting ourselves, but oof, we've grown up. Now it's different. And those sneaky things can sometimes show up. And the issue with them is that you are forgetting your power in those moments. So shedding that victim mentality is important. And I'll be honest with you, she still shows up in my life and she wants to be a victim and she wants to have a cry and she wants to feel bad about everything and anything. And I do give her space without judging myself. I'm like, let's, let's, okay, feel sorry for myself. And then I'll get on with it. And I give myself space to heal and process my emotions and feelings and this is something I, for example, teach inside emotional alchemy. How can I alchemize those difficult, heavy emotions when we want to just curl up in a ball and, and lie in bed and eat ice cream or watch Netflix until two in the morning? How do we bring that healthy balance of processing and alchemizing those emotions and giving them space to flow while at the same time being disempowered adults that can make life-changing decisions and there is space for both emotions are feminine energy in motion and that's so important to bear in mind when you are processing emotions it's it's a huge aspect of my signature program emotional alchemy that's currently open for enrollments so if you would like to join us, it's my favorite program. It is the work that's going to help you get to your next level, whatever that next level looks like for you. Because not only will you learn how to process those emotions, but also how to manifest with emotions, even when it feels hard, even when you are navigating challenges, how to stop sabotaging yourself. Because truth be told, all sabotage, self-sabotage and limiting beliefs and patterns, it all boils down to our emotions, to safety, to how safe our subconscious mind feels. So in many ways, we say we want certain things on a logical level, like I want this amount of money, I want this thing, I want that thing, I want this relationship. But how does your subconscious mind feel about it? How does your nervous system feel about it? Very often, it doesn't feel safe. It's like, oh, if I actually achieved it right now, like maybe I would freak out or maybe I would push it away as soon as it would arrive, which explains why so many people do manifest what they wanted just to make a mistake in some other area or how to push it away or how to boycott their success and they might create some sort of an apple limit issue. So as we navigate this complex called good girl, lily girl, it's important to simply become aware of how she shows up in your life, where she is the loudest. Like when would you say, let's just think about it if you can. Pause for a moment and see what comes up for you. So when would you say she shows up most often?
Is it with a particular person? Is it in a situation when someone questions you? Is it when you are being disre like disrespected? When you're being taken advantage of? And how is this identity protecting you? How is this good girl energy protecting you? Like she has been serving you in one way or another. And I would love to hear from you. Did you enjoy this episode? What has been your biggest takeaway? When I receive feedback from you, it means the world. Getting a message from you on Instagram, Facebook, or seeing you share this on your Instagram stories, it means the world. And if there was something that really stood out to you, something you really enjoyed here, please let me know. If you haven't already, please follow us on Spotify. You can rate us on there. Um, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Share this episode with others who may benefit. I would love to see you in the next episode. And if this topic resonates, if you are serious about your expansion, about your journey, I would love for you to join us inside Emotional Alchemy. It is a program I run only once per year. It's a five-week transformational journey, but you will get to keep um, the resources, the visualizations, hypnosis, and what I'm also changing this year, the modules will be uploaded to a platform where you can just sign in, in and out as you want. But they will be audios because many of you expressed how much you enjoy those podcast episodes and you love programs that are almost like a podcast style. So I have listened and you've got it there. But at the same time, you will also have incredible workbooks. They are so gorgeous. You will even want to print them out. And it is a concept I truly have been nurturing for years. And it started with myself then it turned into helping my one-to-one -one clients and now it's it's this whole program i teach it's such a beautiful concept and we focus on both we focus on mindset around emotions around your personal power around manifestation but we also work with the body helping your body feel safe helping your body to get used to the positive feeling emotions. That's again another gap I've seen. So many programs and books on emotions talk about processing the negative emotions, healing them and healing trauma, healing emotional wounds, but not many of them focus on how do I teach my body to feel happy and safe at the same time? How do I reprogram my body for those feelings of joy, pleasure, happiness without my mind going to the next worst case scenario right away? How can I hold and sustain that energy? So in a nutshell, during the program, I will guide you through the Emotional Alchemy Solution, which is my full step process to alchemizing any emotion. We will speak about energy because emotions are the feminine energy in motion. 
you will discover how to work with it, how to harness it. We will do a lot of relearning because so many things you've been told about emotions are simply not accurate. So we will be reframing your mindset around all of that. There will be practical tools. You will have access to incredible resources. We will cover communication techniques. So you can be truly that empowered woman that you desire to be in business and personal life. And I had messages from clients who shared like, oh my gosh, this changed my relationship. This made all the difference. And I know another client of mine shared with me that she was getting so easily triggered in her business with people expressing, you know, they want things differently. <coughs> Excuse me. But she runs a big business. She can't always please every customer. She can't. She can't ask every customer, oh, when would you like me to put the next event on? Everyone will have a different schedule. So those things really help her communicate even things like this in her business. We will focus on embodiment and also on manifestation, dispelling all of those myths surrounding, surrounding, oh my gosh, I've been speaking too much today, surrounding emotions and manifestation. So go and check out that link in the description box right now. There is an incredible bonus that comes with emotional alchemy. I don't want to tell you what it is. It's great. It's a audio mini course and that's a whole bonus. So once you finish your emotional alchemy journey, you will have something that will take things even deeper. So go and check it out. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review. Follow my podcast on Spotify, share it on your Instagram stories, or recommend this podcast to your friends. For more free content on feminine empowerment, radiance, business, and inner glow, make sure to join my Facebook community called New Earth Women. It is filled with rituals, live trainings, emotional freedom tapping sessions, meditations, and more. The link is in the description box. You can also follow me on Instagram at New Earth Women. And if you are interested in working with me, go to the show notes. You will find all the links there. Loads of love. I'll see you in the next episode.